guys, I love y'all so much and I hope that today's message encourages you. Be sure and like and subscribe if you are tuning in on YouTube. Comment down below what you learned in today's message and what other topics you'd like to hear talked about moving forward. And if you're tuning in via Apple or Spotify, be sure and download, rate, review. We love reading your reviews and it actually helps us as we prepare for messages to come. And make sure to turn on your push notifications so that you can know whenever episodes come out as we have new episodes every single Wednesday. Guys, I love y'all and I hope you enjoy the show. Hey there, MMA McDaniel here. This podcast is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. What's up, awesome people? I love you so much. My name is MMA McDaniel, and you are on the Have You Heard podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited too because we are going to be going through the book of Colossians today. I was reading it in my quiet time the other day, and it just encouraged me so much. I wanted to pass along the encouragement to you. We're going to be talking about Jesus. We're going to be talking about faith. We're going to be talking about joy and prayer. So friends, grab your headphones and let's get into the word. I'm like so pumped just to walk through the word with you. His word, I love it. It's alive and active. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow, judging the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Everything we are is laid before him. Nothing is hidden from his sight. His word is breathed by him. It has been made profitable for teaching, for correcting, for rebuking, for training in righteousness so that we may be equipped for every good work. We lack no good thing in the Lord. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. So friends, we're in for a treat because we're opening up the word that is alive. So Colossians, we're literally just going to read through chapter one together. Colossians starting one, starting in verse one, this letter is from Paul. So this letter is being written by Paul. Paul chosen by the will of God to be an apostle of Jesus Christ. I want to just pause there really quick. He was chosen by the will of God. There is such an excitement that comes from knowing that it is by God's will and by God's sovereignty and by God's heart and God's decision that the calling you have on your life is there, that the gifts you have within you by his spirit is there, that you, he's establishing the steps that you're walking in by his will. It's There's just so much freedom that comes from trusting in God that what what I am doing, the calling that I have on my life is not because I earned it. It's not because I did something to make myself worthy of being able to have such a call. It is by God in his grace and by God in his will that I get to do what I am doing. It is by his will that he chose me to be here. It was by his will that he chose Paul to be there. And this letter is also from, he says, our brother Timothy. We are writing to God's holy people in the city of Colossae who are faithful brothers and sisters in Christ. May God our Father give you grace and peace. And I pray that over you today. I pray grace and peace over you today. Continuing in verse 3, they say, We always pray for you 
And we give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and your love for all of God's people, which come from your confident hope of what God has reserved for you in heaven. You have had this expectation ever since you first heard the truth of the good news. I just want to pause there. Because of Christ, if you have put your hope in Christ alone, your faith is in him and you are walking with him. You have this expectation of hope for all of eternity to be with him forever. And guys, this brings so much joy as we are here in our earthly bodies awaiting that sweet intimacy that we are going to get to have with him face to face for the rest of eternity. We have this expectation, this hope that we have because of the good news. The same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It is bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace, the wonderful grace of God, the truth of God. It changes our lives. It has changed me. It has transformed me. I love in 2 Corinthians 5 17 where Paul says, behold, the old has passed away and the new is here for anyone who is in Christ. We are a new creation. Our lives are changed because of Jesus. Verse 7, you learned about the good news from, I'm, I may butcher this name, Epaphras, Epaphras, <laughs> if somebody listening knows how to say it, then kudos to you. Our beloved co-worker, he is Christ's faithful servant and he is helping us on your behalf. He has told us about the love for others that the Holy Spirit has given you. So we have not stopped praying for you since we first heard about you. We ask God to give you complete knowledge of his will and to give you spiritual wisdom and understanding. Then the way you live will always honor and please the Lord and your lives will produce every kind of good fruit. All the while you will grow as you learn to know God better and better. We also pray that you will be strengthened with all his glorious power so that you will have all the endurance and patience you need. May you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. I want to pause here. The act, Actually, like verse 9 through parts of 12 that we just read together is a prayer that I love to pray over people that are put on my heart to pray for. I love to pray this over Josh. I love to pray this over my friends. I love to pray this over my family. And so I think whenever, when in doubt of what to pray, go to the word and pray scripture. So literally sometimes my prayer looks like this. God, I pray that you would give so-and-so complete knowledge of your will and that you would give them spiritual wisdom and understanding. I pray that they will live in, all, in a way that honors you and pleases you, God, and that their lives would produce every kind of good fruit. God, I pray that they will grow as they learn to know you better and better. I pray, God, that they would be strengthened with all of your glorious power so that they will have all the endurance and patience that they need. God, I pray that they may be filled with joy and always thanking you. I pray that for you today. I pray that you may have the patience and the endurance that you need. I pray that you may be filled with joy. I pray that you may be always thanking the Father. I pray that you would have spiritual wisdom and understanding. I pray that you may grow to know the Lord better and better and that your life would honor Him and please Him. I pray that over you today. 
And something that I think is so cool that is coupled here is that Paul says, may you be filled with joy, always thanking the Father. I think that joy and gratitude go hand in hand. They they go together. Filled with joy, always thanking the Father. And you may be thinking like, but my life is bleh. I don't know what I have to be thankful for. I don't know. I literally could not tell you one thing. I feel like everything in my life right now is just bleh. And to those of you who who do not know the Lord, I want you to know that you have the fact that there is breath in your lungs to be thankful for. You have the fact that God loved you so much to be thankful for. He loved you so much that he sent his one and only son that if you believe in him, you shall not perish but have eternal life. That opportunity to know him is a reason to be thankful. The fact that you get to live in this day is a reason to be thankful. There is always a reason to be thankful. For those of you who do know God and you're walking with God, oh my goodness, I literally wrote this down because I just thought it was so, so powerful. If you are a believer, verses 12 and 13, that in and of itself is a reason to be thankful for God has enabled you to share in the inheritance that belongs to his people who live in the light. For he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. You think your life is blood and that you have no reason to be thankful? Friend, I encourage you and challenge you to pray Praise God for the freedom and the forgiveness of sins that comes through Christ Jesus. The fact that you have been taken out of the kingdom of darkness and placed into the kingdom of his dear son, the kingdom of light, that you have gone from a child of darkness to not being a child of light. As we were just saying, you were an old creation and now you are new. Praise God. I love Psalm 103 that says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I will bless his holy name, for he has redeemed my life from the pit. He has forgiven me of my sins. He has crowned me with love and tender mercies. He has filled my life with good things. He has renewed my youth like that of the eagles. Praise the Lord. It is fitting to praise the Lord. From the rising of the sun to its setting, I will bless his holy name because he's worthy of it. Because he is God. Because he deserves all of the glory. Praise him. You always have a reason to be thankful. And when I walk in awareness of all that I have to be thankful for, joy and praise grow within me. It's like I I get to make that choice to bless the Lord each day. And the more I make that decision to bless the Lord, the more that, that habit of joy that comes from His Spirit will grow. Whatever I'm feeding the most is going to grow. And if I'm continuing to feed negativity and a spirit of complaining, then it makes sense that that posture of my heart will grow stronger. But if I'm choosing to feed gratitude, and if I'm choosing to submit to the Lord in praise, and if I'm choosing to walk in step with His Spirit, being strengthened by His joy, and living out a bless the Lord, oh my soul kind of posture, it makes sense that that would only grow. No matter who you are or what your day is looking like or what season you may be in, because of who God is, you always have a reason to be thankful. So good.
This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network and is sponsored in part by... Guys, I know exactly what I'm getting Emma for Valentine's Day. I'm getting her Beta Brands Dress Pants Yoga Pants. These things are incredible. She raves about them. They're so comfortable and they come in so many different styles. And you can actually get them for 30% off right now by going to betabrand.com slash Emma. That's B-E-T-A brand.com slash Emma. For your order of a limited time, make sure to use the special UR because it honestly helps our show. Find out why so many people are buying five different types of these pants. Go to betabrand.com slash Emma for 30% off right now. What's up, guys? If you're anything like me, you love cooking at home, you love eating around the table, but you hate going to the grocery store. And HelloFresh fixes that for us. See, if you have a subscription at HelloFresh, they literally go to the grocery store for you. They ship the meal straight to your door and everything is in it. All the seasonings, all the food, and everything that you need. Emma and I love it because it's honestly, it's a date night in. And so we have the meal come in and we get to eat it and we get to cook it up and spend that sweet time together. See, HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than going to a restaurant of the same quality. And they offer 50 different meals on their subscription. How awesome is that? You're not just eating the same thing over and over again, but you get such variety and you get to learn how to make all these fun things. And you can have that by going to hellofresh.com slash 16emma and use code 16emma for 16 free meals and three free gifts. Again, that's hellofresh.com slash 16emma using code 16emma for 16 free meals and three free gifts. Y'all don't want to miss it. So continuing in verse 15, this is really cool. So I love to know the context of scripture and knowing who was writing it, who are they writing to, what was kind of going on, because it helps you have have an understanding of what was taking place as this was being written. And So starting in verse 15, Paul starts talking about Jesus and the supremacy, the authority, the reality of Jesus. And something really important to know, I wrote this down um, so that I could share it with you because I myself am learning it. So I took some notes on it. But what was happening during this time was some false teaching. And the false teaching that was super hyped up during this time was Gnosticism. And what Gnostics believed was basically that matter was all evil. And because matter was all evil, God being perfect could not create the world. They believed that some, like someone lesser than God, um, he like created the earth. So basically in simple terms, they did not believe that God was the creator of the world and that the world, um, the maker of the world was hostile to God. And the fact that what we're about to read that Jesus by him and through him, all things were created. They're saying that Jesus was hostile to God. They're saying that God is not the creator. So we're already seeing 
the false teaching here. Also, they believe that if matter was evil, Jesus, who was fully God, fully man, God dwelling in flesh, God fully in human likeness here on earth, could not be a thing. Because if matter was evil, that means flesh is evil. That means that Jesus could not have been fully flesh during his whole time, or fully God and fully flesh during his whole time here on earth. Which also, that's huge whenever you compare it to scripture. Because scripture clearly states that Jesus was fully God and fully man. And that was necessary for him to live fully God, fully man while here on earth, dying the death that we deserve because of our sin, being buried and raising to life by the power of the spirit. Like it was required for us to be redeemed through faith in him. So that's also big false. Okay. And Paul, he's about to address this. One last thing that the Gnostics believed was that you had to acquire the special knowledge in order to attain access to God, in order to be saved. And this special knowledge was only tapped into by certain people. So they also thought that not everybody can receive salvation, can be back with the Lord, because not everybody has this special knowledge. I'm putting this in like really simple terms. I hope I hope it's making sense. But this is spreading around. And so Paul in this letter to the church of Colossae is really wanting to address it, really wanting to make sure that the believers are able to stand firm in truth and have their roots deeply rooted in Christ and build their life on the truth of Christ so that whenever false doctrines come their way, whenever false teachings make their way to their ears, they're able to refer back to what they know to be true, compare it and live out the truth. And I think that that is such a powerful principle for us to to put into practice today. We're constantly hearing different voices from culture, different voices from social media, different voices from people who are in our life, different voices from our own head, voices from the evil one. And if we don't test what we're hearing, holding up to the light that is the word of God that equips us for every good work, then we can easily drift away and fall into something that we originally didn't believe to be true. But because we weren't on our guard, standing firm in the faith, being strong in the truth, it's easy to fall. And so what an incredible practice to refer back to what is true as we're filtering through voices that we're hearing. So that's what's going on. As we continue in verse 15, Paul says, Christ is the visible image of the invisible God, automatically blocking out that lie of the Gnosticism belief because he's saying that Jesus is fully God as he was fully man. He existed before anything was created and is supreme over all creation. He is the creator for through him, God created everything. In the heavenly realms and on earth, he made the things we can see and the things we can't see, such as thrones, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities in the unseen world. Everything was created through him and for him. How powerful, how mighty is our God. He existed before anything else, and he holds all creation together. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He is the beginning, supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. 
And through him, God reconciled everything to himself, not through some special knowledge, not through some intellectual ability. It was through Christ that God is drawing people back to himself. God made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. As Paul says, Uh, Actually, earlier in Romans 5, he says, Therefore, since we have peace with God through Christ, through Christ, I love Ephesians 2 where we read, It is by faith, or it is by grace, through faith, that you have been saved. This is not of your own works, so that no man can boast. It is a gift of God. Praise God that it is not by something we can muster up to prove or earn or deserve being that salvation from <laughs> salvation and redemption to God but the, the fact that it is through Christ and Christ alone Paul is declaring the truth verse 21 this includes you who are once far away from God and just pausing there how sweet That is a reality today. He was talking to the church of Colossae, but that's a reality to you who is listening to this opportunity to know who God is. As we read earlier, this hope that we can be expectant for, for the rest of eternity, this joy that we can have, this gratitude for a God who knows us and saves us and is worthy of all praise and glory is available to you too, not by some thing that you can earn or prove, not by some amount of knowledge that you can attain, but through Christ alone. As he goes on to say, you are his enemies, all of us, like Ephesians 2 says, all of us have gone our own way. We've all rejected God. You were his enemies, separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. You see how Paul is speaking directly to that false teaching? Christ was fully God and fully man. He was in that physical body. He's making sure that the church hears that so that they can stand firm on the truth in the midst of hearing false things. Continuing as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Going back to Psalm 103, it says that the father, he has separated us from our sins as as far as the east is from the west. The east and the west never touch. You are forever separated from your sin by the power of Jesus Christ, presented before God without a single fault, made holy and blameless in his sight because of your faith in him. How awesome. But I don't want to stop there. This is not a one and done deal. Salvation is a one and done deal, but it's a lifelong faith lived out. It's not like Jesus is my ticket into heaven and then I can live however I want because, yep, grace covers it. No, I don't sin more so grace can abound more. When I'm aware of my sin and the fact that God has forgiven me for it and he wanted a relationship with me so much that he would make a way for that to be possible, my life should be a reflection of how grateful I am for such a kind, merciful, loving God. Praise be to God is what my life should declare. And that's what Paul goes on to say. He says, you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world. And I, Paul, have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. If you have surrendered your life to Jesus, I praise God for that. But the rest of your life should reflect that. 
How you live should show the fact that you are now his and his spirit lives within you. Don't drift away from the assurance you had when you, were, when you first heard the good news. How powerful, how sweet. And Paul continues on to finish just the first chapter. He says, I am glad when I suffer for you in my body, for I am participating in the sufferings of Christ that continue for his body, the church. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his entire message to you. This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people. For God wanted them to know that the riches and the glory of Christ are for you Gentiles too. You see too, he's, he's knocking out this false teaching from the, from the Gnosticism belief saying, this is not just for people who have this special revelation or just for these people who've attained a certain level of intellect. He's saying, no, like this is for the Gentiles too. This is for the Jews and the Gentiles. Jesus said, go into all the world. Tell everybody about me. Anyone who calls upon my name shall be saved. Praise God. He says, and this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This gives you assurance of sharing his glory. So we tell others about Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone, including you, including me. Thank you so much, God, that we have the joy of knowing you through Jesus. We want to present them to God perfect in their relationship to Christ. And Paul finishes the first chapter saying, That's why I work and struggle so hard, depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. Can you say that about your life? That you're living the life that you live, depending on Christ's power that works within you. Your flesh and your heart may fail, but God is your strength and your portion forever. And yes, you may have weaknesses, but boast all the more gladly in them so that the power of Christ may rest upon you. His grace is sufficient. Don't grow weary of doing good. Continue with all that you have to tell everyone about the good news. I love continuing in in chapter two. Paul says, oh, this is so good. He says, And now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots go down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will go strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Guys, we literally just sat together and just read through scripture. I read this in my quiet time the other morning and was so encouraged by it and I really, I didn't have like one particular, like, oh, I want to talk about like one topic today. I really just wanted to open up God's word and God's word equips us for every good work. So wherever you are today, I hope that this brought encouragement to you. I hope that the spirit in his cool way spoke to you in the way that he knew you needed to hear and just know that I love you. Know that I, I'm so excited about your life and I challenge you to continue to be thankful. Bless the Lord, O your soul, and pray Colossians 1 over your friends. It's a pretty solid prayer. If y'all are watching on YouTube, be sure and give a thumbs up. Comment down below how you were encouraged, what you'd like to see moving forward, what you'd like to learn about, what topics you'd like to be covered, even who you'd like to have on the podcast. And if you are listening via Apple or Spotify, download, rate, review, share it with your people. We love to read the reviews and 
What an incredible gift to share with your people of just listening to the word of God. Y'all are wonderful. And be sure and follow us on the Have You Heard podcast page on Instagram if you have not. I love y'all and I can't wait to talk to y'all next week. Bye guys. I pray blessings and encouragement and a deepening of faith over your life today. Be sure to subscribe, rate, give reviews, and go share this episode with all of your people so that we can continue to build our community and build our faith. Thank you for tuning in to the Have You Heard podcast, and don't forget how awesome you are. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.